Yes, guys, welcome back to the Train Effective podcast. Uh, again, don't know which episode we're on, but we're just going to keep pumping these out for you. Um, I'm, Hash- I'm Hashir. Welcome, everybody, on Spotify, YouTube, wherever you're listening or watching. Um, today, we're going to get, we're just going to, we're just going to get straight into it, kind of like the title, which is how to get into your team starting 11 if you aren't already. Um, and the main thing, with this podcast, this mini pod, as I like to call them now, the main thing today that I really want to get across is a few mental tips, perspectives, tactics, whatever you want to call them. A few of those to help you guys. If you're not, if you're on the bench and you're not in the starting eleven, um, break into the starting eleven. Yeah, break into the starting eleven. I know this is a common problem for many players, uh, all ages actually, and it's really easy to put the blame on coach politics, um, whatever it might be. Usually it's those two it's coach and politics. And um, even maybe if sometimes those things are true, it's just better to focus on what's in your control and what you can do to get into that starting 11. So oftentimes I hear, and I, w- I would always hear that one excuse for not being in the starting 11 is, the politics excuse. And if you don't know what politics is, it's essentially that coaches kind of play favorites sometimes and certain players start for reasons that maybe aren't tied to on-field performance or skill or ability. And I think sometimes that does happen. But as you go up the ladders, everybody, once you see like whatever you see on TV, politics kind of goes out the window because you have to be really really good to be in the starting 11 because these managers have to trust you to win games and keep their job intact and all that stuff and maybe for youth soccer or high school or call like those environments maybe it's a little different i don't really know i never looked at it from the frame of politics i always looked at it from the frame of what can i do better so i want to offer up three different uh frames as i like to call them three different perspectives three different phrases you can tell yourself and maybe even ask yourself and apply these in your own game and in your own life and get into your starting 11 yeah that's the point of today so without further ado i'm gonna get into the first one that is what can i do to get back into the starting 11 now this one's basic it's general it's broad and it's like that on purpose actually because with this you've officially essentially started like (laughs) your journey in essence to get into the starting 11 you've switched your mind from why am i not like why am i not starting and then your reason then your mind is going to tell you all the reasons you're not starting it'll be like oh you you don't do this well enough you don't do that well enough you you missed training blah, blah 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 When you ask yourself, what can I do to get back into starting 11? Then your mind starts telling you, I can train more. I can eat better. I can maybe improve my fitness just that little bit more. I can do more than the person that's starting ahead of me. All those things. You'll get those answers. Yeah, you'll get those answers. And they're honestly the answers that you you want if you're trying to get back into the starting 11. Um... I've played, I've been lucky enough to play in America at, (laughs) I've played rec, I've played travel or club, whatever you want to call it. I've played at like low level 
club travel and I play at like a good level club travel. Um, I've played high school as well. Like I've played in England as well. So I've seen kind of a decent spectrum and I have a good kind of idea of what like what it's like to not be starting and what it's like to be starting as well most of the time. Um, but the few times that I haven't been starting, you have to prime yourself mentally to get back into starting 11 rather than sulk or blame other people. So that is the first perspective I want you to take on, which is what can I do to get back into the starting 11? The second one, and this uh, might, uh, this one is a bit deeper. So we're getting deeper and deeper into this. Um, and it's the player who's ahead of me. What does he bring that I don't? Um, so what this means essentially is if you're a central midfielder and you're on the bench, you're not starting, and there's somebody in the starting 11 that's also a central midfielder, I don't know, let's call him Jack. What is Jack doing? Why is he in Why is he in the starting 11? What is he doing that I'm not doing when I'm playing? It could be little things actually, guys, or perceived little things. It could be things such as communication. It could be things such as your energy and your fitness levels. Maybe Jack isn't as technically gifted or skilled as you, but maybe Jack can uplift everybody around him. Maybe Jack is always talking, organizing the defense and everything. And maybe Jack's always playing with one or two touches and getting his team out of pressure. All these things. You have to, you have to take that into account. So I'm sure as I ask you this, if you're not currently starting, think about the player on your team on weekends or whenever you have matches. Who's starting ahead of you? Yeah. Think of that person in your mind. I know there's somebody. I know there's a face in your mind right now. You're thinking of somebody as you're listening to this. And you're thinking of him or her at training, at matches. And now you're thinking of what they do well, what they do probably better than you, what the coach likes that they do, all those things. And then from there you have a good idea of what you possibly need to improve and improve to get into the starting 11 because this is the thing everybody um sports i mean soccer like especially i think soccer it's very very sometimes a subjective um sport where one coach might think you're really great and really amazing and you're perfect for their team or their system and another coach might think like, oh, no, no way at all. I do not want this player at all. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Now, everybody does have to be, obviously, you have to be a good player and at a good level and be able to do, uh, like we spoke last week, fundamentals well. Um, but, but coaches will have different opinions. And it's okay to not get too tied up and caught up in coaches' opinions because you have to understand different coaches have different opinions and that's okay you just need to focus on your coach what is he looking for and how can you provide that so the third that leads me to the third and final uh frame and perspective you guys can take on which is what's my top skill or trademark now we're going to kind of go really deep on this one and i want you guys to think uh just listen to me and think about this what is your, like, I like to call it quote-unquote thing. Like, what is your thing on the pitch? You know, with, a, for maybe some of you haven't, most of you probably have 
Aryan uh, Robin, Robin for Bayern Munich, his thing was cutting in from the right wing. He would always cut in on his left foot, bang, goal, or creating chances, whatever it might be. His thing was cutting in. Um, every, A lot of players, a lot of players do have one skill or one thing that they do like really, really well uh, for, I don't know, I'm trying to just think of somebody off the top of my head. Um, we'll go with Arsenal, yeah? Uh, we'll go when Mesorozo was at Arsenal. His thing was like vision and passing. You know, he wasn't super strong. His He wasn't super focused on winning 50-50 challenges, this and that. His thing was vision and passing. Um, and he had other skills to supplement that as well. What is your thing, the listener? What is your thing? What is your top skill that makes you that that makes you stand out? What is your top skill that if you were to ask your coach, what would he say? What would your teammates say? What is that one thing? Because I think most players, we all do have something like that. Um, and from there, once you identify what that is, you just essentially need to find ways to implement it more. Um, if you're really fast and you're good at dribbling, you might know which position I'm kind of thinking right now. Winger, yeah? If you're really fast and good at dribbling, maybe you're like, okay, do you know what? I'm going to try and break into the team as, uh, as a left winger or a right winger, and I want to get really, really good. I want to get really good at cutting in and either shooting, creating chances, uh, crossing, whatever it might be. Your thing could be that you're two-footed. Every player should be two-footed. I myself should have been like more two-footed, like be able to use both feet, but I wasn't. But your thing could be that you're going to be very two-footed. It opens up a whole other side of the field for you, essentially, if you're willing to use two feet or both feet, rather. Um, so what is your thing? What's your top skill or trademark? Because once you identify that, you can then think of ways like, okay, I can I can add this value. I can bring this to the team. If I do break into the starting eleven, like like I'm gonna be that central midfielder who's most fit, has so much energy, and wins challenges. Is box to box. That could be that's a lot. That's like four things, but that could be your thing. Just being box to box. Um, and really quick for Spotify listeners, as always, we have YouTube comments running as well. Uh, I just want to give a little shout out to Cool Cats. Ronald O and Lopez Seven, welcome guys. I hope you guys are enjoying the pod. Um, but yeah, those three frames, those three perspectives are really healthy for you to take on if you're on the bench. What can I do to get back into the starting eleven? The player who's ahead of me, what does he bring that I don't? And what's my top skill or trademark? Yeah. With those three, you now have a little framework. You have a little tiny framework to potentially get back into the starting 11. And hopefully, once you get there, that's not your goal. Um, your goal is to then stay there. You want to stay in the starting 11. You want to do really well. You want to solidify your position. Um, many times, I, I've played on many different teams. And you know, when you're new to a team, you don't always sometimes get into the starting 11 unless you're uh, pretty good or much better than other players. And that has happened to me before, but many times, like I have to like in training and the opportunities you get, you have to really show yourself and show your qualities. So, so much of what we do with the mental side of the game guys is to give you the best platform 
to succeed, right? Um, with the most of you probably have it. If you don't, go download the Train Effective app. Just do that. Um, it's free. And yes, the technical side of the game is important. And doing the drills and exercises, workouts is important. That's really good. And that's going to help develop your technique. But, but if you pair that with the learning content, which is our mentality videos with like analysis and learning tactics and positioning, that's golden. Then if on top of that, you can always have your mentality, be mentally fit and have be in a good space mentally. You're like really, really golden. I think at that point you're like 24 karat golden. I don't know the rarities of gold, but at that point you're really, you're really becoming a well-rounded footballer and player and a well-rounded person as well. Because a lot of these things that I, I just said with the mentality, they carry over to other parts of your life. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing. Yes, you'll apply it on the pitch, you'll apply it in team training, you'll apply it on match day, but ideally, a big, a, a big goal of ours is for you to take these things, take these lessons that I just shared and we always share, apply them to football, yes, but apply them to your personal life as well. So that way, not only are you fulfilled on the pitch, but you're fulfilled off the pitch as well. And we have a question get by i don't know what that says but says we have a viewer who says how do you work on your mentality um you listen to more podcasts no i'm just kidding but i i, I don't understand i don't really know what you mean what part of your mentality you have to be more specific um about which part of your mentality uh do you need to work on your confidence like it's we have to ask a more specific question to get that answered so with that being said, guys, um, if you have any questions, leave them in the comments below. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, implement these tactics into your day-to-day. -day, yeah, implement these and you'll reap the results and that'll be all amazing and everything. Spotify people, make sure to um, join us on, Insta on Instagram and TikTok. Follow us on there. We're posting like... A lot of stuff on TikTok and on Instagram. And you can also follow me on Instagram as well. Just click the clickable links down below, as with YouTube. And until next time, everybody, stay effective, keep training, keep working hard, take care of your mentals. And as always, reach out if you need anything. Yeah. Cool. All the best. Stay effective.